0: You are listening to Cafecito con Magali and Glenda.
1: Let's kick back, relax, and have some cafecito.
0: We are here to empower each other through this journey called life. Make you feel beautiful because, girl, you are.
1: Let you know you are unstoppable. Why? Because you are a boss like Rick Ross. Hey, what's up? Hey, everyone. How how is everyone? Tell me everything. (laughs) First podcast, everybody. Uh, So let me start with myself. Let me do a little intro. My name is Glenda. Soy Salvadoreña. I am 32 years old. I'm a businesswoman. I was born and raised in LA. I went to Cal State Dominguez Hills and got a bachelor's degree and a minor in business marketing. Um the things I'm mostly into is coffee, all <laughs> um, books. <laughs>
0: you really are
1: beauty, uh I love sports and I love long walks on the beach. Just kidding. <laughs> um, I was just kidding. <laughs> I like the beach, but
0: eh. I don't know about the walks.
1: Mariali, tell us about you.
0: Well, similar like you I'm Latina, first generation. I... Aye! <laughs> My family is from Nayarit, Mexico. I am the first in my family to earn a master's degree. I'm very proud of that. So I'm just out here living, doing things that I love, being around people that I care about. And that's the reason why we are here today. So just to take you guys back a little bit, meeting Glenda was just my luck. So we've known each other for about three years now. And I wasn't looking for a best friend, but I found one. Our friendship was (laughs) effortless. I'm crying. She doesn't cry, you guys. As you guys will get to know (laughs) us, you will know. You will know Glenda's the nice, beautiful villain from the soap operas (laughs) that cries in captions. So, yeah. So, our our friendship just kind of blossomed from there. We had a lot in common. We had a lot of fun together. And Glenda was there for me for some real tough times as well. So, thank you for that, boo. Boo
1: oh you're welcome girl so um i always like to think the universe really brought us together because we i feel like at the time about three years ago we really needed each other um we i don't think we realized we needed each other but we were kind of everybody was just everybody that we knew was growing and 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 i don't think we were growing the way i feel like we wanted to just like Everybody was getting married, having kids, and we were just single, living (laughs) our best lives. But, you know, society was expecting us to be going towards a direction, and we were going the opposite direction, and that was both of us, you know? So, um, we happened to live down the street from each other. That was crazy.
0: That was a lot of fun. And And I think kind of like what Glenda mentioned, like the universe brought us together, I think it's really important, I I mean, for me to trust timing because a lot of the times like we can sit in comparison of other people and like what we see in social media and like really it's not, you know, it's not your time, it's maybe their time or I mean, things could really appear differently. So I think trusting in the timing that the universe has for you is everything. Trust the process.
1: And your journey is your journey, you know, and somebody else's blessings are definitely not yours. (laughs) So, um, we started, there was just a lot of things. Um, we enjoyed having a good time, but we also loved working out. So it was just very easy for us to bug each other and be like, do you want to work out? do you want to go running? Do you want to go to the gym? And we would just go to the gym at four o'clock in the morning and be crazy heads. Like I can't even wake up at four o'clock in the morning now.
0: It doesn't sound real, but it was real. We would FaceTime or call each other like at three something AM to wake each other up. And then we would meet at the gym. So our energy level was pretty high only because imagine doing all the things that maybe you're not excited about, but it's exciting because you're doing it with like your best friend. And both, both of you are on the same energy, on the same vibe, the same wave. That was us. And we're still, we're still there. We're still doing that. <laughs> we're out here living.
1: Yes. And then so Maggie around that time,
0: Magali. Magali.
1: I call her Maggie because we're close, but you guys have to call her Magali. <laughs>
0: it's, it's my um, grown-up woman name, so Magali is my legal name and my birth name, of course, but I grew up um, being called Maggie, and I kind of just went with it, and I think in my 30s, um, in my new place of employment, my new job, I introduced myself as Magali, Um, so I thought it was like a cool, fresh start. I was like, well, people here don't know me. I really want to use that name, and so when I started working there, I was like, my name is Magali, and I really love it. I really love the sound of it. At first, it was a little bit strange. I was Mm -hmm. like, what way does that mean
1: (laughs) no it's a good name but i never use it so i'm gonna say it different ways and i've caught myself saying your name different sometimes i'm like magali and sometimes i'm like magali (laughs) so i don't know however it comes out so like i was saying uh Magali decided that she wanted to run the Los Angeles marathon and I was like no way I did it a few years ago and so she asked if I could train her and I was like of course it was on
0: my checklist of things to do before I turned 30 and I think that was the most impact like the most impactful thing on my list I signed up before I turned 30 because I had to sign up in September and it was like on my birthday I remember we're going to Rosarito um, I was like signing up as we were like headed driving there. and the race was like in March or April. Yeah, so I had I a few months March. to train and then a few months after the iTunes 30. So it was like my training before 30. It was a whole process. My life revolved around training and running. It was really amazing. I would not change that for anything. It was like a great experience. And to say that I ran the marathon, like to say like, yeah, I ran from the Dodgers Stadium to santa monica Mm, like that's that's
1: wild yeah 26.2 miles miles, people i did it once and i have no desire to do it again (laughs) i thought like i was in so much pain i might be the only person that hurt that i feel like i am the only person that hurt that much like i I couldn't move for like a day
0: (laughs) i did cryotherapy uh before and after. So cryotherapy is like a tank of like really, really cold air. Um, you go in there nude in like a robe um, and it's supposed to speed up your recovery process. So a lot of athletes um, do use cryotherapy. I do recommend it. it I feel like it did help. I, so I went before and then I went the day after. So the day after the marathon, like I had pain in my hips, I had pain like in my low back. Was at areas that I wasn't usually sore when I would run, but I think like it really takes a toll on you. And not to discourage anybody, I think everybody should at least do it. You do a should challenge yourself
1: time. at least one time, and it doesn't matter how long it takes you. You know, remember it's a marathon, not a race. But it is, it's something you should do. It you don't know what your body can do until you push it. And that marathon
0: is going to show you. (laughs) Yeah. And it's not just you. It's 10,000 people running with you.
1: And there's uh, the best part is everybody on the side cheering you on. They don't even know you. And they're like, you can do it. You're almost there. 10 miles to go. Five miles. Like, let's (laughs) go. I love that. Like, you know, if you've lost your faith in humanity.
0: Mm -hmm. um, Yeah. You got to keep going. You got to keep going. (laughs) Gotta keep moving.
1: <laughs> yeah, you should go. You should, you know what? You don't even have to run the marathon. I think you should just go cheer people on.
0: Yeah, no, fine. that's fine. So, fun. Glenda, Hisela, um, and Glenda's mom were there moving like every few miles of um, the route. So, every time I like would look up or like look around, I can hear them cheering. And it was like every few miles, you guys kept moving which was really, really amazing. I think we
1: tried like every three and a half miles. So there's an app and uh, the app tells us the pace that the runner is going. So I can see Maggie's pace and we can kind of calculate it. Okay, she's going to be at mile 12 at this time. And then we would (laughs) just go park. We would wait and then we would see her and then um, cheer on and then get back in the car and then keep going.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I felt good. I was running faster than I trained for. So when Glenda trained, um, was training me, we did like, we did, we were aware of what my pace was, but the day of the marathon, I was running like a minute faster per mile. And it was just like the excitement and the adrenaline of everybody around you that your body's just like really pushing, like really pushing. But I think at mile 20 is when I had all these thoughts, like, I think I'm going to sit down. I think I'm going to stop. I kept looking at the curbs and like people that were stopping and I was like, I can't, I don't know, I can't do this. I can't do this. And it was like the, all that self-talk, like the negative self-talk that, that I was telling myself I couldn't do it. But I think around that time, I saw my brother and Andrea. So my brother and my friend Andrea, they were like at mile 20. <laughs> and I remember they were like, there she is, hey. And I was like, I, I think I told them like, I'm dying, or I can't do this. I can't remember what I said exactly, and they thought that I was joking. They're like, Yeah, <laughs> laughing. But I think seeing them, like, at the end, like, towards the end, like, really helped me get through it.
1: I felt like it was a mind game. Towards the end, Oh, you're towards the end of the LA Marathon. You are going through homes and they're beautiful mansions, and there isn't very many people or Mm -hmm. cars. It kind of feels like everybody starts to slow down and spread out, so you really. It's just you and your mind In your mind. Mm -hmm. You're like, okay, I can do this. I think I can do this. Yes, I can do this. Okay, I think I have two more miles left, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and you're getting closer to the beach. So
0: it's, it's insane, but I think everybody should do it. And one thing I remember that um, you told me not to do was not to eat anything that I wasn't used to eating like, during my training, and I didn't listen to Glenda, so I was taking, like, orange slices and pretzels, um, I was okay, I was glad I didn't have a stomachache, but I was training with, like, a full bagel and cream cheese and a Ado- dopio, so, like, two espresso shots, and um, so that's what I was having before our, like, runs, our long runs, and then I had, like, the, the gooey's, something mm-hmm. called mm-hmm. gooey's. Um, throughout like my running which would help me like boost or when I was getting tired those
1: were very helpful I'll tell you that though I did take one or two when I was running the marathon
0: and I did feel like a spurt of energy mm-hmm. so that was good um maybe I'll do a full marathon we should do one together no I don't when want we turn to... 40 like oh, in 10 years oh no. <laughs> actually that's gonna be in eight years <laughs>
1: Right. oh no we're 32 <laughs> in eight years i don't know well we are running we're halfway there we're gonna do a 13.1 mile run yeah in april april 5th ladies and gentlemen magali <laughs> and Glinda. Magali, magali magali and i have decided have signed up for the la half marathon what is it the nike
0: half marathon Mm -hmm. nike la 13.1 in downtown la it's gonna be exciting um so it's a run for females i believe it's open to men as well but so far the advertisement seems like it's just for women i'm really excited about it um yeah this is a big deal we kind of decided to do this like december of 2019 so Mm -hmm. like a month ago yes um And I just feel like it's a goal that we're setting for ourselves for like the year and getting back into running because both of us have ran a marathon. And then after, like for me, I don't know if it was the same for you, but after running the marathon, I kind of felt like I don't want to run anymore. Like if I do, I want to do like short distance, like one mile, but I wanted to get more into like weightlifting. Yes. And I feel like now I'm kind of ready to go back into like longer runs. Like I've always ran like one or two miles. That's like, you know the the basic or just like my cardio but now like doing longer runs where I'm like, alright, I'm gonna dedicate this Sunday to run or this Saturday to run and you know, it depends it's also gonna depend on what I eat the day before, the day after, like how I'm gonna recover. So a lot to takes into it. Like you can't just sign up. I mean you can, but you shouldn't just sign up and not worry about like everything else that goes with it. So it's like what you're eating, if you're sleeping, you need to get enough rest, you need to be, like, training, but not, like, overdoing it. Like, Glenda, you've been doing really good with your training.
1: Yes, I have. I, um, well, our bodies are just different. I feel like if we were 20 years old and we just woke up one day and decided to run a half marathon, I think our bodies would be okay. Mm -hmm. But we're 32 now, and I just think that that's just not possible anymore. Like, I feel like when we turned 30, my body fell apart.
0: (laughs) But I feel like... You know how I say age is just a number? Like, we could be 50. And if we ran every day and our bodies were conditioned, we'd be like, I feel great. Like, I'm 50. Yeah. But I think for me, like, running and, you know, starting it up again, I think you have to start slow, like, one week, one mile, you know, two days later, maybe two miles. So kind of, like, build it up. Don't jump into, like, one day trying to run five miles because you're not going to feel great. You're not going to want to do it the next week. So start small so your body can get used to it. Your body is going to feel sore, of course, and then you do it again. You add a little bit more and then your body is going to know like, okay, we're going to run today. You know, we already got through like the last few weeks. Now we're at mile, you know, five or mile six or whatever you are in that week. And I think that's like a process or set a schedule for your training. That's like been working for us
1: yeah, I'm already well, I'm I'm ahead, but I've been running for six weeks consistently. So um, right now, I as of last Sunday, I think I ran nine miles. So this upcoming Sunday, I should be at 10 miles and I run every day about three miles prior to my big run, you know, the mm-hmm. day that I pick. Um, I think that's been helping a lot. It has been really cold. So I've been using the treadmill, and I go to Gold's Gym. They have a movie theater, and it just makes it so much easier. Like, they've been playing all the Fast and the
0: Furious movies. (laughs) Not to insult (laughs) anybody from the East Coast that might be listening, really cold here in uh, LA (laughs) means, like, 60. (laughs) It's, like, 50.
1: Like, I feel like my bones are going to crack if I go outside and start running, you know? It's, like... One step, two step, and then I break a leg or something. It's cold.
0: (laughs) Well, Glenda, you're doing great. Your pace is amazing. I am killing it. I am. She really is. I'm a little bit behind. I think I'm on mile five. Um, I have not been as consistent, and um, I take full accountability for that.
1: But that's okay. We have 13 weeks left. She is Perfect you know like she's on schedule i was just i've been running so i just wanted to see how far i can go and i was a little more advanced you know so i'm gonna be running at 13.1 i think in about three weeks three weeks and i'm just gonna keep it that way every what do you mean i'm gonna hit 13.1 okay there you go yes i was like wait you're doing
0: another one no 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 no. (laughs)
1: I guess it didn't make any sense. Um, Yes, so I will be running. I will be running thirteen point one miles in about three weeks, and then I have. I think I'll be doing that for eight weeks, Mm -hmm. and just getting my body ready and just working on my time. I'm excited.
0: Yes. Do you have a new, um, a new what is it like award on the Nike Run app? What are they called? The Yeah, I love the
1: awards. I guess, according to the app, I have not ran my fastest 10K yet. I did that in 20, like 2017.
0: So we're talking about the Nike Run Club. Yes. Yeah, Nike Run Club app um, that we use to track our runs. It's called NRC. It's, I love it. It's, it's great. Good.
1: Nike is doing a great job on it. Um, it's a lot of fun. You can, if you are doing running on a treadmill, you can modify it and it'll still count. Um, it can also, it kind of tracks you like a GPS. You turn it on and it'll track how many miles you did or you can set it for however many miles you want and it'll let you know like you're halfway there and then Mm -hmm. it'll tell you oh your run is complete and then you just turn it off and it tracks your pace it tracks the elevation
0: and um it gives you a little map and you can share on like your social media or you can just save it and you could just see it on the Nike feed. Um you can compete with your friends you could see how many miles they're running you can do challenges with people all over the world they have like run 50 miles in a month and you could see like how many people are doing it and it's like thousands of people it's really amazing
1: i think i'm gonna run 100 this month i'm on pace to do 100
0: 100 miles this month wow
1: so if i if i take the days off that i'm taking i'm on pace to run 100 miles that'll be good i'll get a new award
0: nice that means it'd be like gold level
1: no no I will still be in the same the same level I think I need like 300 miles to move um levels
0: nice and you can cheer each other on like claps, like way to go girl um you're rocking or something it's like really cool like little features you can write comments you can like like their post like Glenda ran five miles today and then i can like it or i can leave her a comment and i usually do
1: yeah it's just us too do you have more friends on the app yes i do you do i and do i just have magali
0: and my brother yeah, but he, he doesn't use it he's not active on. It. i'm gonna um request like random people and be like hey <laughs> <laughs> you want to be my running buddy from across the country <laughs> <laughs> can you do that how do you find people um, I have to show you. Oh, it's going to take me a while. Oh, okay. But it's kind of like similar to like social media apps. Like you find friends. Well, Glenda's not on social media, but we're going to make up Instagram for this podcast. So she will be on there forcefully. Or I can... Or not. She's like has a blank stare. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> I I just...
1: I don't... I'm not into... The world of social media. She's like, I didn't sign
0: up for this. <laughs> That's why it's a podcast so people can't see me.
1: <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much right. So I don't
0: see your comments.
1: No, I'm just kidding. Um,
0: so how are you? I heard you were sick yesterday.
1: I was. ¿Qué pasó?
0: Dime todo. Um, so this weekend um, and next weekend, I guess this whole month is um, my an- our anniversary, Freddie and I's. We've been together for a year now, so um, he had a surprise dinner. We went to Dhamma in downtown LA, mm-hmm. and um, I had some, like, seafood, and it just didn't sit well with my stomach, but I'm feeling much better. So we were supposed to record on Monday night, but I was like, hey, Glenda, like, I'm sick. That was supposed to be our first recording on Monday night, right? Well, it was supposed to be Sunday, but the mics didn't come in. Mm-hmm. So then Monday, then I was like, I feel like shit. I'm don't, I'm not going to have like any energy when I speak. Um, So today is Tuesday and I are recording. So hopefully this goes on tonight or tomorrow. We'll figure it out. We're like really trying to do, like learn everything as we go. Like we <laughs> were like, how do we set up these mics? So for anybody that like wants to do anything, like just do it and figure it out. Like as you go. There.
1: Yeah. I mean, we're going to make mistakes, but... It's going to be fun, and we're going to laugh about it later
0: because that's the way life is. Yeah, so we have two mics, but we were only able to figure out how to plug one in. Uh, We have two laptops, um, but we're not going to edit these episodes. Um, So right now, we were only able to use one mic because we didn't know how to connect both of them and, like, have them both record. So if anybody out there listening wants to help us out, like, send us a message and tell us how (laughs) but yeah
1: what's up with you boo nothing just looking at all these pictures from cali bash i know (laughs) oh my gosh the funniest thing is lebron james was there and he was just out there living his best life dancing with bad bunny and then the next day the man had flu-like symptoms and couldn't play the basketball game
0: (laughs) Latino gang gang is so hot right now like everybody is trying to get with like the reggaeton artists, like to collabs like it's really great and I'm really proud to see like the music scene have like so much like Latinos we're popping it's it's awesome yes y like Carol
1: G ay
0: me muero (laughs) I love her so you know the song Secreto with Carol G and Anuela A. so the music video is like footage of them like on dates have you watched it
1: no i haven't oh my
0: gosh okay if if you okay you have to watch it so after this you i'll let you watch it oh so it's like them (laughs) no you said i'll let you watch it okay we'll watch it together So it's footage of them like on like hanging out on different dates, like traveling. And it seems like intimate footage, right? So I told Freddie, my boyfriend, I was like, oh, my gosh, you have to hear this song. You have to watch this music video. It's like really cute. Like the- <laughs> I can't even finish telling the story how ridiculous I sound. So I start playing it for him and he's like um that's like professionally done and I was like no like it ruined my whole like love for this music video I still love the song but now every time I listen to the song or watch the video I'm like this shit is made up I mean they are together they They are are in a relationship but I was like wait a minute he's right like it looked everything's like beautifully like recorded like the videography is like perfect and I'm like wait it makes sense somebody has been recording this like it's stage but not stage you know like they're having like a snowball fight like things like that they're like jumping in the pool he surprises her like Guess it's just so cute,
1: for the music video. So cute. Um, yeah
0: so if you guys know what i'm talking about yeah shout out great song So cute carol I, g's killing it she's amazing
1: i love it. she's just on repeat yeah
0: i feel that, like i, I discovered reggaeton a very long time ago like, Bad Bunny, for example, Glenda and I went to go see him, like, two, three, <laughs> two years ago, maybe? I think it
1: was two years ago, yes.
0: Two years ago, uh, at the forum, and we had, like, four seats, and it was just Bad Bunny. Do you remember who opened for him? No, there was nobody. It was just him. It was so fun. It was, like, like the best time of my life, and a lot of people, I remember, like, snapping it, and a lot of people were like, who's that? Like, a lot of people.
1: Yeah, but the crazy thing is, the thing about Latinos is that you don't have to have an album to sell out concerts. And Bad Bunny did not have an album at the time, and
0: he sold out that arena.
1: You know, like he
0: had a bunch of singles or a bunch of features, like bunch of, but yeah, but no
1: album, no and album. he sold out the arena, like that's amazing Mark Anthony did the same thing he said that he hadn't put out an album in 10 years wow. but he was living off of concerts because music is just like Latino music is just special, you well,
0: know Mark um, Anthony is the goat he's like baby baby and baby yeah, I had to sing it. It's so good. Like, I'm dancing
1: (laughs) in my chair. That song is (laughs) really good. I just feel like Latino music is so iconic, you know? You don't Mm -hmm. need to bring out new music every week or every month, like, the way English music works, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, if you're not putting out new music in, like, the, I guess, the English market, what would we call it? Like, the American market, the Billboard 100
0: Oh, like pop music, you're yeah,
1: but in English, then they just kinda you just disappear. you're a one hit wonder if you're not putting out a new That's music tough.
0: That's tough. and I feel like the all these Latinos they are like collabing with each other, so they're like picking each other up, like they're helping each other out, like Jay Balvin, I feel like has really brought up a lot of new reggaeton artists like anuel uh, uh, not too long ago was but is really it not do you known. think it's
1: reggaeton or is it trap
0: because like spanish trap
1: right now like a uh, bad bunny he's he's tra- different
0: he is different but i would um, for me i would still consider it reggaeton but it's a different style like it's a more modern it's not like Tego Calderon from, you know, back in the day. It's different. It's not this, Evie Queen. This
1: new this new wave of reggaeton, I dig. The yeah. old wave of reggaeton, not so much.
0: I did. I went to Reggaeton Invasion with my cousin Lily in, like, 2005, maybe. I think I just graduated high school at Ooh. the Universal. <laughs> Hace tiempos. <laughs> Beach. Beach. <laughs> I I have to learn this Salvi slang because I was like bicha, vos. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so we went in 2005 and it was like Don Omar was the headliner and it was a bunch of other. So it's kind of like Kelly Bash, yes. But back then it was called Reggaeton Invasión. I think they had like one, two, and three. Um It was so fun, and but it was like a lot of what Reggaeton was during that time, and it was like more underground, like a little bit dirtier. It was like rougher, kind of like. Um, have you heard people say, like, reggaeton is, like, tra, tra, tra. Mm-hmm. Like, if you really listen to it, old reggaeton is the same beat. It's, like, tra, tra, tra. And, like, reggaeton now is way different. Like, way, way different. When I first heard Bad Bunny, I was, like, oh, Future is singing in Spanish. I was, like, do you guys know Future singing in Spanish now? And they're, like, who, what? And then I was, like, wait, wait. It's this new artist called Bad Bunny from Puerto Rico. Like, still?
1: Yeah, I know. I melted when uh bad bunny and drake collaborated almost died <laughs>
0: <Who>? <laughs> oh, oh yeah drake? i think drake I-
1: and bad bunny i was like oh my god me muero yeah
0: i remember They're i was two zaddies together i was driving oh. and i couldn't believe it and i was like nothing can get better than this but um this week Anuel AA uh, uh, and Shakira just made a song it's called me gusta so i'm excited to listen to it i actually have it i started playing it but i stopped listening to it because i want to hear it like i love Shakira. she's my all-time like favorite like person ever like singer and like everything just her as a human being so her doing a song with him
1: yeah yeah do you think that he's going to come out on the super bowl with her um or do you think her and Lo are going to come out with a song together before the super bowl don't they need permission
0: to bring like a, like somebody on the stage at super no, Bowl? no not
1: at all because beyonce brought destiny's child without telling anybody
0: no i mean like the people that are running the super Bowl. they're going to be like who's unwell? uh-uh
1: they can bring whoever they want as an really? artist it's their it's their halftime performance so, I mean, yeah, Pepsi, because Pepsi is the one that takes care of, um, the, it's they're the sponsor of the halftime mm-hmm. performance at the Super Bowl. So, I'm sure it's in the program, but it's a surprise guest. And right? dude, it,
0: think about it. It's like two women of color. Shakira is... No, it's going to be... De Colombia. Amazing. And Jennifer Lopez from Puerto Rico, or Jenny from the block. But still, you know, her background, which is great. It's like two female Latinas yes. on the Super Bowl stage. Like, wow.
1: And they're bad. They're both wow. bad to the bone. And they're both
0: great performers. I cannot wait. Who, in your opinion, would be like the perfect trio? Like if they told you, like if you were in charge of running the music in the Super Bowl and they're like, all right, we have Shakira and j It's been announced. But you, Glenda, get to choose one artist to sing with them or to bring on the stage and like it's up to you <laughs> who would you choose who would I choose Carol G Carol <laughs> I'm G. so
1: obsessed well right now <laughs> I can't so <laughs> I'm just obsessed with the music I know I don't know anything about her like I know she's with Anuel mm-hmm. but that's pretty much it I'm just into the music I don't to be honest, if I saw her, I don't think I would know what she looks like. But then again, look, I don't have social media. So I, I'm not into their worlds like everybody else or everybody has access to. You know, I'm just really into her music and I think she's
0: popping. Well, I, you have Snapchat. You can't dismiss that. That's some social media.
1: Yes, but I have control. You know, I yeah. have control of who gets to see my things.
0: Well, if I'm with you, I can be like, yo, that's Carol G right there. <laughs> Karo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's so cool.
1: I love her. I hope she has a great career. I'm really excited for her. Yeah.
0: I saw a video of her singing with her dad as a little girl and I, she had I saw the that... same face, uh-huh. but she was like a little girl and she was like, I think he was like creating a beat or like a drum for her and she was singing. I'm like, oh, she's been singing since she was a little girl. That's really cool.
1: I've been performing since I was a little girl. And my mom the other day was like, "I really thought you were gonna be famous, pero no podías cantar."
0: <laughs>
1: but I mean, you're I, dancing. Yeah. So no, I've always danced. I've always performed. I've always been like on center stage, you know. Um, but I can't carry a note to save my life. Like
0: to sing. Absolutely cannot. <laughs> I was like a little clown when I was little. I mean, I still am sometimes, but. Um, <laughs> I yeah. my <laughs> my younger brother and I are seven years apart. So when he was born,
1: me too. I didn't know. Yeah. So Sandra and I are seven years apart, and you and Jesse are seven years apart.
0: Yeah, I was still jelly belly. Um. Hi. So my little brother was getting all the attention. I remember plugging in like a boombox behind the couch, and then I would come out and like bust out for my parents, and then like entertain them because I wanted so much attention. <laughs> and yeah, I was like always singing. And my dad told me the story so that we had gone to this Mexican restaurant and they had like a, like a trio mm-hmm. like, uh, performing and they were like on break and we had walked out of the restaurant and we were done eating and they were kind of like just chilling, like taking their break. And then I ran up, <laughs> I ran up to them and I started like mimicking the way they like play the instruments or like dance and that they were like laughing and my dad was like, Telling me like he thought I was gonna be like in music or something because I was always like singing or like dancing, but all I wanted was attention. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't want However, a career. I just wanted love.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't <laughs> sing you guys for for the for anything.
1: No, I wish I could, but no.
0: We can. You can like synthesize your voice, kind of like auto tune. Auto tune. There you go. Like T Pain. you know
1: what though t-pain can sing
0: without the auto tune oh yes
1: so he was on the mass singer i love that show i'm sure you guys do too and he won (laughs) (laughs) he won and his his voice is
0: just beautiful without the auto tune so he didn't have that Mm -hmm. and did people recognize him um like recognize his voice um
1: yes so right away i was really into the show and freddie my boyfriend um side note maggie's boyfriend's Magali's boyfriend's name is freddie and my boyfriend's name is freddie as well
0: yeah so don't think we share the same one they just have the same names they two spell
1: different, it different though two different people
0: yes okay moving
1: on. so <laughs> i was so excited for this show i turned it on and i was like i don't know who that is who's the monster and he was like t pang." <laughs> he knew right away i didn't a lot of people didn't um, but that band can sing. It's got great talent.
0: That would drive me nuts.
1: That show, I love that show. It's everything. So it's
0: 30 minutes or one hour?
1: The um, Mass Singer? Yeah. About 30 minutes, yeah.
0: Mm. I'll check that out. Well, it might
1: be an hour just, well, on Hulu. Check it out on Hulu mm-hmm. instead of watching it on regular TV because then you have to deal with commercials.
0: Hmm. It's about 30 minutes. It's Amazing. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. 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 Amaz. I can't pronounce some words, so you guys will learn that as we go. I have a hard time, so don't judge me. Help me. Don't judge me. I think I was saying um soy chorizo. I didn't know it was soy riso. And there's like oh, other well things. That's, that's easy. I think I I mean, to that's say. easy
1: to confuse, I think. Not easy to say. Easy to confuse. Soiriso, riso. riso. And sometimes I say beef
0: when I'm trying to say beef. Oh, <laughs> Things well, like that happen. So this, since we're not tell editing. Tell about this drink. Oh, no. Okay. Are going to bring that story back? No. <laughs> so I went around <laughs> saying Gatorade. Wait, right? Gatorade instead of Gatorade. Nobody corrected me. Until
1: she was 30 years old. Yes.
0: And <laughs> I said gatorade like a Uh. like fucking gator (laughs) gatorade embarrassing well now i know
1: now (laughs) you know for 30 years she said
0: gatorade gatorade i didn't drink gatorade by the way (laughs) so that's why i didn't have to say it a lot (laughs) but yeah so this was just like the first episode introducing ourselves and giving you guys our fitness journey and we'll keep you guys updated every time we record because um, we'll be running and we'll be recording. So you guys will get to know like how we're doing uh, up to the race day, which will be a ama- amazing. Amazing. April 5th. I'm so ready for it. You ready?
1: Um, with, well, we're about to close, but we would like to always close with like a favorite uh, quote, favorite quote of the week. Um... Do you want to go, or should I yeah, go first? Yeah.
0: So I'm a strong believer of affirmations. Mm-hmm. I love self-help anything. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, a self-help junkie. I just absolutely love it. Some people will, like, clown on it, and they're <laughs> like, that shit is not real. But I mean, it's
1: funny, but it works.
0: It works for me. I am, like, I'm a really positive person. And sometimes it's like too much or too annoying, but it is who I am. I don't find you annoying. I know, because you're my friend. <laughs> so I do affirmations. Um, so this is an affirmation that I would like to share with you guys. Um, you guys can just repeat after me or just like sit still, close your eyes, whatever you like to do, wherever you're at. But uh,
1: if they're driving?
0: Don't close your eyes. <laughs> yeah, so these affirmations, you can like look them up. If you want to, like, read affirmations um, that have already been written, like, depending on how you're feeling, or you can just make some up for yourself.
1: They also have apps. I have one. Yeah. I get a reminder at 10 a.m. every morning.
0: I have it set for twice a day. It's called motivation, right? It's like a black and white app. Yes. Yeah. I love it, too. You get twice a day? Yeah. I have it for 7 a.m. and 9 p.m. And it's, like, some good... It's, like, a a positive quote, really. I love it. All right, you guys. So, deep breath good vibes good vibes good vibes good vibes <laughs> that's the affirmation no 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 oh. not an affirmation i'm just setting the tone i'm just setting the vibe set it sis set it okay i release control i allow myself to be fun and playful i feel comfortable in the unknown um so this resonates with me a lot because i feel like a lot of the times i'm trying to control like everything in my life um, like organizing or like planning and it just, sometimes it can get hectic or stressful. Um, so sometimes I just need to release control and just let things be. Um, that affirmation is from Natalie Miles. She's a spiritual mentor and psychic medium. So check her out.
1: Nice. Mm-hmm. So I am a quilt person. So, um, I, I had get quotes every, all the time or I just like snap a screenshot them whenever I see a good quote so I think I saw this quote yesterday on a beauty blogger snapchat and it says you are the most valuable investment you will ever make you know so being that we were going to talk about health today and our running journey I just felt like it was the most fitting quote for today and we are you know we are the most you know valuable investment that we can make you know
0: Yeah, we really are. We're special. So next segment, we'll be talking about more of that stuff, like beauty and fitness and lots of good stuff. So coffee. Make sure you listen to us again. (laughs) Invest your time in us, you guys. Us. (laughs) Well, that's all. Bye.